Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. I'm Millette Jones, and every weekday I chat with today's most successful coaches, and we learn their secrets to building a thriving coaching business. Are you ready to be unstoppable? Let's go. Welcome to the Unstoppable Coach Podcast, where inspiration and action come together. Today we're joined by Elliot Katz. Elliot's goal is to change the men of the world to reduce divorce and the number of children from broken homes. He's the author of Being a Strong Man a Woman Wants, Timeless Wisdom on Being a Man. Elliot coaches men on how to regain love and respect. He coaches fathers on how to become close to children who are distant or estranged. And he coaches women on how to inspire men to be the kind of man women want. Elliot, thanks so much for joining us today. Great to be here. Now, before we jump into more about your business, uh, would you tell us a little bit about who you are and maybe some of the things you like to do when you're not working? Well, I, I live in Canada. I I've written this book. My, I really focused on, uh, on my mission, with, as I said, to change the men of the world. I like my hobbies. I like to ride my bicycle and go hiking. And in the winter, I go cross-country skiing because in the winter, we get a lot of snow here. And uh, really, but my, well, a lot of what I've been focusing on, is I, I recently retired from my job, and I'm really focusing on making a difference in the world. You know, there's a lot of divorce and a lot of children from broken homes. And I really think that this could be avoided if men knew what their role was as husbands and fathers. And so that's my mission. So we all love to be inspired by people's journey. And the first part of our conversation is going to focus on your journey. So how long have you been coaching and what really led you to get into it in the first place? Well, I've been coaching for about two years. And what led me to get into coaching in this area is like a lot of people, I I was married for 10 years. It was my own journey. I was married for 10 years. Then I got divorced. And then like a lot of people, at first I blamed the other person. Then I asked myself, what do I have to learn from all this? I don't want to go through this again. And so that set me out on a journey. Like, what does it mean to be a man in a relationship? So first thing I did was start talking to other men and listening to what they said. And it didn't take me long to realize that we're all confused. A lot of us, anyway. Then I started reading books on relationships. They really didn't say anything to me. And then I started looking at the teachings that fathers and other older male role models used to teach younger men, and I was blown away because it coincided with what I heard women complain is lacking in men today. They don't show leadership, they don't make decisions, they don't take responsibility. There seems to be this giant disconnect between all the things that men have been told and what women really want. So I set out to put together all the insights I learned. That's what I did with the book. That, That was the first thing I did. I wanted to share what I learned with others. And, you know, at first, like I said, first I thought it was me. This only applied to me. Then I thought it's, well, it's my me and my friends. And I thought, well, maybe it's a North American phenomena. But as the book has been translated to 24 languages, I realized that this is a thing that men need to learn. Men, it, to most men, it doesn't come naturally to learn how to be a man. They need to be taught. They need a father as a role model, preferably, or other older male role model. But if they don't, Learn it, they, they, they go into marriage really confused about what their role is as husband and father. And that's really, you know, you know, I just said about the book being translated in 24 languages, you know, it was in, been published in Latin America where you, you know, I think every man is so macho and in Eastern Europe where you think every man is like a strong leader of his family. The, the message that I learned is that men need to learn these things. And so 
the book was one way of sharing it, and the other was coaching people individually if they, had, if they wanted, you know, specifically how the insights in the book that apply to their situation. Then I started coaching them. And, you know, the response I got was like, no one's ever told me this before. How come no one's ever told me this? Like people had gone to all kinds of counselors and no one ever said, you know, there's a situation in your, in your family you have to take charge. You're you're the man. As much as we talk about gender equality and all that stuff, people still see you as a man who is responsible for what is going on in your home, and you've got to show leadership and find a solution and implement it and and solve these problems. You can't blame your wife, and nobody has any sympathy for you because they're looking at you. And says, well, why are you letting this go on? It's your job to step forward. Like so many men, they're just like they're blown away when I tell them this. Like. Because they just thought, well, I should, I'm a great husband. I just do whatever my wife tells me to do. How <laughs> come she hates me? <laughs> You're laughing. Is he? It's very common, very common. Men think, I work hard all day. I come home. I ask her, what should I do? And I do it. I'm a great husband. Why does she hate me? And I explained to them. And like no one's ever told them this before. I said, you know what? Women really don't like having to tell men what to do. They really want you to know what's going on. And step forward and take care of it. When they tell you what to do, they look at you as if you're a child and she is your mother. They hate it. <laughs> so really what led to the coaching and as a, well, the book, it's, it's really advice that no one has ever told them before. You know, it's not people, they, they went to counselors and all the marriage counselors and all this. No one ever said, this is the role, your role as a man in the family. So you said that you've been coaching for a couple of years now, and you know everybody knows that starting up a new business can have a lot of ups and downs. So can you tell us about maybe a low point that you've experienced while trying to get your business started? I think, uh, see, for me, it's really part of a mission. I, so really a low point for me is when, you know, a man is already divorced and he, he says to me, oh, you know, if I had known this, I wouldn't be divorced. I've had divorced women say, if I had known this, uh, you know, my marriage of 38 years would not have disintegrated. So for me, it was more, uh, it's a more of an emotional thing rather than a financial thing. It's like, my mission is really, you know, I started off, I, I just did it to help people. I wasn't, you know, thinking a coaching business. I was thinking, I, I want to help people because I learned these things. That, and, I, and there were things I said, gee, if I had known this, I wish I had I had known this before. So that that was really my goal. So really, it's an emotional thing when I see that people say, oh, if I had learned this a year ago, things would be so much different today. Well, you know, when people get started building a business, a lot of times it's just taking, you know, little steps, consistent action to get it built up. So could you tell us about maybe a point when you felt like you were finally gaining some momentum in your business, like when the clients just started coming in at a nice regular pace and you were like, ah, oh, finally reached this tipping point where it's, it's going to work. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, it's because like I said, I first, I just started to help people because I wanted to help people. And then, you know, people would, one fellow would tell, Oh, you know, you should talk to Elliot Katz because he's got his insights that, you know, that I, you know, he's got certain wisdom and it's not my wisdom. It's wisdom. I learned from other sources. I just sharing with people. Just when people start coming to me and people say, hey, yeah, you, you've made a difference. And and so, you know, one person, we actually helped them and and they send their friends, got to talk to them. 
So that was very, very exciting point. When just people started coming, and I think for anybody who's, who's doing coaching, that's the exciting point where you feel, because I think, you know, people go into coaching because they want to make a difference. They want to help people. It's a business also, but you really, you really want to make a difference in people's lives. And when you see that, that happening and, and saying people sending others to say, you got to talk to him because he could really help you in your, in your situation. And they start coming. That, that's, that's very rewarding, very exciting. Absolutely. You know, a lot of times we will measure our success when we hit certain goals. So what would you say has been maybe your favorite achievement so far? Well, like I said, making the difference in people's lives. I know one of the areas, you know, there's a lot of fathers who are estranged from their children. And, and by coaching him and said, this is what you need to do. You see she's in this situation. Step forward and help her in this mess of a situation that she's in. And, and, and as a result, they went from being estranged from each other to becoming very close. It was very rewarding to see that. That was really a, a very moving uh, point. Now, before we move on to the part of the podcast that focuses on what's working in business, I'd love it if you would tell us a little bit about what are you excited about creating next in your coaching business? Well, I want to do, uh, I'm developing a presentation uh, that I want to start giving out, like a, do a lunch and learn at different, uh, you know, company offices, and especially the companies where like men work long hours, which is a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And just, uh, you know, get some important messages across to them. And then if that results in people wanting to come for coaching, that's great. That's great. But uh, really, like the, my my goal is to get messages out to these men and realize you got to be more than just a breadwinner. Right now, you know, one of the things that coaches like to talk about is that there's a lot of different ways, you know, online and offline to earn a living as a coach. A lot of people really enjoy just doing the one-on-one coaching, and then others really like to create a lot of different things and have a lot of different um, ways of generating revenue. So can you talk to us a little bit about how you're generating revenue in your business? Well, I, you know, people have suggested that to me, having a groups and stuff uh, online. I haven't really done that yet. Uh, it really, I, it's just more really one-on-one for me. I, I, that's something I want to look into more and just learn how to do it and see if we can get some groups together. That, that, that would be a good thing to do. But I got to learn how to do it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you're more focused on just working with people one on one. That's that's what I've been doing. Yeah. So, what's your favorite strategy for bringing new clients into your business? How do you get people's attention? Well, I've got responses from you know having articles on the internet from the book. People have contacted me. Even one easy way is just. Um, you know, I, I remember I got some calls. Just I, I commented on an article that was talking about, you know, men and relationships. Like, and so people contacted me as a result of seeing my comment on that article. So, I mean, it's just, you know, the, the Internet is so big. There's so much out there. You just have to reach out and, and get as much, uh, get your name out there. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, looking for answers. And if you could just find the right Find, be in the place of where they're looking, then mm-hmm. they'll they'll contact you. That that's that's really what I mean. Main uh, main thing. It's been interesting just to hear from people and 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 just uh, you know being able to make a difference. Is, it's very rewarding. It, it's 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 interesting because you know on the internet it's like you know the whole continents. You're 
you know, with telephone and everything. It's it's fascinating to hear from people all different places. It's it's uh, exciting. So, are most people finding you through referrals, or do you find that people find you more just through being exposed to the book yeah. and the teachings there? Yeah, it's really more the book and articles that I've written. The people contact me. So, because you got started with writing the book first and then developing it into coaching, would you suggest that writing a book is a good way for other coaches to broaden the, the message? Absolutely. Absolutely. A book, uh, you know, it's sort of like, um, I don't know, what's, you know, people can read your book and say, yeah, this person, you know, it's already you're sharing with them a lot of what you already know. And they read that and they say, yeah, this person, I need more to talk to them more because they're, they're you know, dealing with a problem that I thought I'm the only one. And here mm-hmm. he's talking about it in the book. He said, well, I got to talk to them. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely a book. It, it, it really gets, you know, gets you out there. People could read the book and say, okay, this person I know, they're, they're in line with my thinking. They're the person I need to talk to. You know, it's, it's scary. You know, when we think about it, if you would just, if you're looking for someone for coaching and what do you do, go on the internet, look up you know, life coaches in your city, you don't really know what their values are. You don't really know what their approaches are. But if you can read a book and then say, okay, I like what this person says. This is the person I need to talk to. That, it's, it's a big thing. It definitely is something people should do. And especially nowadays, it's so easy to get books out there. You know, you can write the book. You don't have to find a publisher. You can just upload it to Kindle. Or publish it yourself and sell it on Amazon. It's mm-hmm. it's it's really a way to get yourself out there, definitely. So, did you go the self-publishing route as well? For for this book, I did. Yeah, and mm-hmm. the, for the English language edition, I published it myself. And but for the twenty-four other editions, they were published by you know big publishers in other countries. It was quite uh, quite nice. Yeah, it was quite. It was quite. You see, you know, it's sort of interesting. Like I said, it's like you know, so many men. I think. That's part of it. The men think this is only me. Only I'm in this situation. Nobody else is in this situation. And, and that's what I, I kind of wrote the book just for myself. And then to see like big publishers in different countries all over the world publishing the book, it's like, whoa, whoa. I mean, it's not only me. I mean, and you come to realize this is something that men need to learn. And, and so a person, like I said, reading the book says, hey, I mean, I, you know, I remember one person commented to me, he says, when I read your book, I, I thought you were living in my house. <laughs> it's like, so yeah. I said, this is, you described exactly my situation. How did, how did you know? I said, well, this is the situation that that men have to are often in, and they need to learn as men how to, you know, take charge and 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 solve solve the problems and really improve the situation. You know, not not from a, in a controlling way, solve the problem as a leader. So writing a book would be a good way for coaches to, you know, get their message out there, figure out what that mission is that they're really excited about, and then create a book about it. And like you said, it's it's not that difficult these days to do some self-publishing. And then 
you know, who knows, you might be able to get picked up by some other larger publishers. And I mean, that's a huge accomplishment right there to get your book translated, you said, into 24 different languages. Wow. Now, you mentioned something else that I want to talk about a little bit, and that was that you've written some articles. So how did you get into um, doing the article writing? Well, I've done a lot of writing in my life. I was in my career, I was actually a speechwriter for politicians. So I've done a lot of writing. And it's just a matter of finding sites on the internet where they're, you know, a lot of sites are looking for articles. And it's just really writing articles, largely based on the ideas in the book that were timely and relevant to situations that are going on. Uh, and, you know, there's a lot of relationship advice articles, uh, uh, you know, websites. And so you can submit to them and they're always looking for stuff. And especially, my my articles are a little bit different. I'm talking about men and what men have to do. Like, you know, most relationship articles are are really focused on women, mm-hmm. what women need to do. So this was different, and so this really caught attention. I've done a lot of radio interviews as well as a lot of relationship ad- advice radio shows uh, where people are giving relationship advice. So I've done a lot of those, and, and everything just you know raises people's awareness of you. It's uh, you know, raise awareness or perish. If you don't raise awareness, no one will know that you exist. So you can't uh, just sit back and yeah. <laughs> expect people yeah, to find you. They're not going to find you. You have to go out there and make people aware of you. So knowing what you know now about building up a successful coaching business, what would you tell brand new coaches should be the first thing that they should really focus on if they're serious about building a successful business? Well, I think it's deciding your mission. I think I would say, you know, if you're going to focus on I, what I've done, I've focused on one area, really become a specialist so that people can go to you and and, and you'd be known for, for you know, helping men or helping women or helping children or helping problem, like parenting with, ch- you know, parents' problems with children. Focus mm-hmm. on something then, you know, raise awareness, write articles, have them posted on the Internet, comment on other people's articles if you have you know, you can write a book about what, and you know, a book doesn't have to be 200 pages. You could just write something that's 50 pages and say, these are key things for 20 steps to help your child succeed in school. So, okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's, uh, you know, how to encourage your child to succeed, how to give them the self-confidence, like focus on something that people will say, Oh yeah, I have a problem with that. I'm going to go see that person as opposed to, Oh, I'm a general coach. I, you know, come to me with all your problems. I, I don't know. I, I guess the idea is someone who specializes in something, and I know I can go to them and say, get get some help on something that you know. And, and I know that this is what they specialize in. That that's mm. that's just my suggestion. Right. That's really good. So, first of all, focus on what your mission is, and then work on raising awareness around that through things like posting blog comments and writing articles and maybe even creating a book that's about something specific that you're able to teach on. And I think those are some really great tips. Um, You know, Elliot, this has been really good so far, and I'd like to finish up now with our final five rapid fire questions. So what would you say is one habit or skill that's helped you become unstoppable? Well, I think it's like I've been saying, I'm on a mission. I, it's not just like a, a business for me. It's, I'm on a mission. I, I really want to make a difference. 
like, I guess the skill <laughs> is that I really want to make a difference. What is one quality that you think every successful coach needs to develop? Well, I think you need to be gen- genuinely caring. You, can't, you have to really care about the, the people and their situation and want, and want to help them. And you can't just... I, but I, I think most people, if they go into coaching, they want that. They, they, they want to make a difference. There's other ways to earn a living. So I think most coaches pr- are genuinely caring, and that, that's why they're doing it. Recommend one book that's had a big impact, either on your business or on your life. Well... I'll tell you, the book, one book that had a big impact on my life was a book called uh, How to Argue and Win Every Time by Jerry Spence. Have you heard of him? He's a very famous no, lawyer. He, uh, he defended Imelda Marcos, a brilliant lawyer. He, he took on big, like, very difficult cases, and he won. He, he, he's a, a brilliant guy. And I think what I learned from that book that inspired me was just really how to present yourself in a confident way. And he says, you know, you... you how to win, he talks about how to win cases, but it's really about how do you present yourself in a way that you're persuasive, that you're confident. So that, that book had a big influence on my life. Give us one resource that you think coaches would love and that you couldn't do business without. I, I know one, one uh, online uh, site that I, I've uh, been a blogger on was the Huffington Post, and I think that's no, I think there's a lot of coaches who are bloggers on Huffington Post. I think that's that's really helped me, uh, especially when I got started. I had some articles there. And I got some positive feedback. and really helped me keep going. So that's one thing that coaches can do is if they can become a blogger on the Huffington Post. That's a good one. Finally, how can the listeners best connect with you? Um, tell us any social platforms that you're on and your website. Okay, my website is www.elliotcats.com. That's Elliot is E-L-L-I-O-T-T, K-A-T-Z. And, uh, you, can, you know, that's my website for all the work I'm doing. And you can email me through there if people have questions. And my Facebook page is uh, named after the book. It's called Being the Strong Man a Woman Wants. And there are also, uh, you know, I post articles that I've done and just, uh, you know, just go to getting the message out. And people want to like my page or want to, you know, get... Any, any new things that I post, they could like that page. And I'd be happy to hear from anyone who has questions, whether about coaching or just really about, you know, how to become a man the woman wants. Who's <laughs> That's my goal. And it's, it's very rewarding to be making a difference, like I've been saying. Mm, absolutely. Well, I'll be sure to get all of those links and all of the recommendations onto the show notes page. And I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Okay. It's been great talking to you. Thanks for joining us on the Unstoppable Coach Podcast. From August the 10th to the 20th of 2017, I'm joining forces with business coach Kay Sanders from episode 28, along with over 25 other industry experts to help you kickstart your business success. Are you stuck in your business and wondering how to move forward? Go to unstoppablecoach.co slash kickstart to learn more. We've put together over 25 amazing resources, ebooks, e-courses, PDFs, reports, MP3s, tools, techniques, and strategies just for you. Learn how to profit from podcasting. That one's mine. How to grow your business without a big list. How to increase your vibration to increase your impact. The golden rule of wealth creation. And pitch to profit speakers toolkit just to name a few. 
Choose one or all of these freebies. Go to unstoppablecoach.co slash kickstart for more information.